Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Y'all, yo, stop the night, Otis. Yo, Otis Hive is alive. Yeah, Otis Hive like is alive. Dumb, but he looks, but he's really <laughs> Otis Hive is alive. Um, Baron Corbin being depressed. If y'all really want to talk about <laughs> that, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, that's it's funny. funny. <laughs> like, like this is the most like I'm actually into Baron Corbin storyline. Yo, <laughs> I have I predict that this is gonna actually get him over. I think, like, yeah, I think it's because like the crowd is eventually gonna like become sentimental with him, and they're gonna like want him to win, and then yeah, and he's gonna eventually become like some kind of kind of kind of like a I don't give a fuck kind of face. Like you know what I mean? Like he's just kind of somebody who just like comes and wrecks shit. He doesn't really care about what what like the outcome is. He just like fuck it. I'm in this bullshit ass match, kind of like reverse Orange Cassidy, you know. Baron Corbin's gonna come out in the uh, denim. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna come out in leather black, like a leather black jacket. Just like <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going full emo Baron Corbin. He's gonna come out with the eyeliner. He's not even shaving. I like he's not even shaving his head anymore. That's what I'm saying. He don't he's care. He don't care. Like, he's just coming out with a bummy ass. What if they do like a homeless Baron Corbin gimmick? That'd be fucked up. They never did like a homeless person gimmick. Yo, what if they oh, did that? That'd be, that? That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> that'd like, be kind of fucked up. That's what like, I'm, like they repossess his cars and everything too. Yeah. <laughs> like his watches that he, that he loves. I look at yeah, it like you know this. what's even funnier. Michael Cole said on commentary, he's like, they're repoing his car that he probably had been sleeping in. <laughs> I was like, that's terrible. This is how I see it though. They're kind of making a gimmick out of somebody like I feel like a lot of people in real life kind of like relate to his position a lot. You know, it's a lot of people out of the jobs right now. It's a lot That's of people confidence. struggling. Yeah, people losing their confidence and stuff. It's it's a very timely gimmick, I think. And then that'll be coming back at crowds. It's gonna be interesting to see what the crowd reacts to him, like you know, or what they're gonna do. Bad with luck, him. Baron. It's like you said though, bad luck, Baron. Right? It's like you said. This is like the most interested I've ever been in Corbin. See, right I now, feel like you like, get. I feel like you get over if they stop like. What to do now? Like, stop trying to push him, like, at the top of the card. Yeah. I feel like that was his issue. Like, people were like, you're over pushing him a bit. But, like, this is a good position for him. I think mm-hmm. this is where he can, like, thrive. Like, I never thought he was a bad performer either. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Like, he's not been bad. He's just, like, you don't want to, like, in a main event picture. Watch him mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't overvalue him. Like, he's good. He's solid. But keep him, keep him to the side. And I always feel like his storylines last so long, too. They always yeah. feel so dry. They never have an ending to yeah. it. It's like Lacey Evans, too. When they kept like trying to shove her down, like everybody's through. I hope she knows. That is a good back. comparison. And then they had that that had the team together a few with Rollins and I guess Rollins and Becky Lynch for like yeah. a few months. See, didn't they main event weird. like a, a whole like extreme rules, I think? They they fucked over like Rollins with that with that title reign by doing that, I think. Mm-hmm. Like they got his title reign off on a bad note. Dude, yeah, man. that was right after WrestleMania when he won it on Brock. And then they turned him eventually with like the Fiend match. Like that and then he could and then he had the turn heel. The Fiend Hell in a Cell match. 
Oh, that was a disaster. That's probably one of the biggest disasters I've seen. Yeah, I had a rant episode about that. Back when I was trying to do a solo pod. Horrible match. It was. It was so bad. Horrendous. All right, so boom. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subject to Change, episode number. What episode is it? 18. 18. It's your boys, the fabulous three bros here. I'm your host, Vince McMahon's being joined by the one and only fro wrestling journalist, Chad G. What's good, Chad? Good people. What's good? And as always, we have the undisputed NPC mm. predictions champion, mm. Slim Villain. What's up? Thank you. I'm here. I'm the champion, and I'm ready to get you shown the on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It really <laughs> did. It really did come down to that match we were talking about with Dante. What's his name? Dante Martin. Dante Martin versus Dante Matt Martin. Matt Tidal. Tidal. Matt God Central. damn it. Great, great match, by the way. Well, match, it was a pretty solid match. Yo, Dante um, Martin could jump out the gym. Like he's got hops. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga was flying all over the place. <laughs> I know you was probably surprised, Dylan, because you you won't be watching a lick at AEW. You said, "Who who is this young man?" You know. Oh it's yeah, not- and I and I, I fuck with the, the the Black Lives Matter the the band. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't remember what happened else on that show, but as as you may know, now Dylan is our predictions champion. But yeah. Dylan, they might not last very long. Don't 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 get too comfy with the belt because you're gonna have to defend that title coming up this Wednesday. Is that Wednesday? We get. NXT Great American Bash Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still not used to it on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, Tuesday. I actually almost forgot to watch NXT this week because I be forgetting that it's on Tuesdays. It was like eight thirty, and I was like, "Oh shit, NXT is on." But we'll yeah, get. Into I actually that. like watching it late, so I can like fast forward through all the shit. Yo, I feel watch. that too. <laughs> I feel that too. It don't work on Hulu though. I'm gonna have to. That's why I turn to those alternative sites. But anyway, hey yo, not trying to date myself. <laughs> but um yeah man uh we back this week it, it was a pretty like run-of-the-mill solid just week of wrestling nothing crazy happened outside of the ring so i mean without further ado we can talk about how raw has been on a bit of a roll my raw revolt worked i said two weeks ago i ain't watching raw what happened two weeks in a row we get two solid shows am i am That's i crazy for saying <laughs> am i crazy for saying that raw Tipped the scale a little bit and was a little bit better than SmackDown this week. Oh no, but SmackDown was yeah, you're tripping. It, it was, no, I don't think it's tripping like too much. You don't think SmackDown, so? SmackDown was, was just rematches mostly. Like you had you had a great like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn last week City match, but like other yeah. than that, it's kind of like the same stuff that they feel like we just been treading. We just been treading, waiting for Cross to get back as always. But you know, like Raw. Kind of like they doing the they doing the same shit and Raw's like they doing the same shit but they're doing it better so it's kind of yeah like they're now easily comparable you know mm-hmm. I think it's fresher though too because like I guess because you because now you have um, like Kofi and MVP and Bobby Lashley like feuding with each other and like that's like that's like different than Drew and uh, Bobby basically off so it's like a little bit of a difference yeah than what they're doing. I also just feel like SmackDown is riding. They're riding a wave, but it's like a medium kind of high wave. It's not bad quality, you know what I mean? But Raw, they got a little bit of room to make up for it these last few months where they've just been, you know, just going down, down, down. I feel like now they're trying to pick it back up, knowing that we're getting the crowds back. So it's good to see 
some some pieces moving, you know, heading into money in the bank. We got all these competitors that's fresh faces. Like we said last week, no former world champions. And we got to see them get except a little Drew bit of McIntyre. a highlight. Except Drew. Except Drew. Fuck Drew McIntyre. Yo. So that, oh, that's what Kevin, I want to talk about. And Kevin Owens now, too. But that's fine. Kevin Owens is fine. Yeah. Kevin Owens is fine. Because he's having he hasn't won a world title in a long time. But Justice on the raw Sandy side. Zane. Yeah. No, oh, man. His back got, got after. Yeah, hey, I saw that picture. Oh I saw that picture. We'll get into SmackDown. Same as We'll get into SmackDown a little bit because Raw Raw had a lot of things going on. Obviously, we got three hours of shit. It's going to be a couple things. But I want to start. Let's start with the Money in the Bank situation because we had this. We had the uh, they kind of confused me at the start. They were saying Randy wasn't there. So Matt Riddle had to take place for him in a qualifying match to get into another qualifying match. And long story short, Matt Riddle is over like Rover. And he had star-studded performances like, well, I don't know how. He was in two matches that night, right, on Monday? In the Battle Royal or whatever. He yeah, showed man. out. <laughs> well, the, the thing I didn't get, though, is when he came back after he injured his foot, while he was doing moves exclusively on that foot, he got wrapped <laughs> up. Like I was like, why is he Why is he kicking with that foot that like, got wrapped? Like, He's why fighting through he- the pain. It made no sense. I thought why though. I thought he said he can't. He has no feeling in his feet, and that's why because he said he got him like frost, like they were frostbitten when he was a kid or something. So he has no feeling in his feet. So, but why are you getting wrapped up then? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, yeah. we we can't think about these things. You can't. You, you can't think about any television too far. Like, but look, what are y'all thoughts on like Riddle overall? Because I don't know about you, but when crowds come back, he's gonna be. The number one star of Raw right now. He's definitely, he's kind of like the anchor of the show right now. Other than like Hurt Business and Lashley, he's like the number one face. Would you, would you agree? Uh, I feel uh, like it was Drew, but like I, mean, I guess they, like, they kind I of like never really thought him. about it. They kind of like put, they're putting him to like the side now, I guess, because because uh, title our title picture. Yeah, but but I feel but like Drew would opinion, still be like the number one. In you guys' opinion, how like where is Riddle at in your mind as far as like world title contention picture, like or even just heading into Money in the Bank? Because I think he's like a he's a favorite to win it other other than Big E, and I think it's like a kind of a toss up between them two. I think he's probably the favorite on the Raw side to mm-hmm. to win it. I have Big E uh, on SmackDown, and then Kevin Owens is like a dark horse. I think so. I could see that maybe. But I wouldn't want them to run back Kevin Owens and Roman. But when I look at Matt Riddle, man, I just see, like, nothing but positives from him. You know, when he first came up, people were saying, like, this shit is stupid. You know, he kind of just goofing around. But now, you know, they they add an additional layers to his character where it's like he's a goofball. But when it comes time that bell rings, he's going to lay it all out. He's going to kick your ass. And then when it's over, he's going to be lounging and bowling. And I like that. And if he gets money to bank, I won't be mad at it. I actually... I uh, am a little bit more excited to see that than with Biggie right now, just because I feel like they haven't been giving Biggie that much attention. Even though I would like to see him win Money in the Bank, uh, if I had to p- choose one right now, what's more likely going to happen? I would say Matt Riddle. The thing is, too, with Money in the Bank, like you have a year to cash it in. But that's true. But, but we've seen too, like that we waste that sometimes on people. Like they waste like that. They have like the Money in the Bank winner, like do nothing, like. Until they do cash it in, yeah. Or, like I remember they did that, like Daniel Bryan, where like Daniel Bryan won it, and then like 
he was kind of like jobbing out a lot until he wasn't, and then he became world champion. Mm-hmm. But because once you have it, you don't have to have supremely strong booking. I think well, I'd say you probably should, but like in their logic, I guess they don't think so. But yeah, because it's like you always had that caveat to where you could just be champion at any moment. So, but I think too, because like he's like if you if you're booked like weekly, like why your money in the bank title or you're like the money in the bank briefcase holder once you win the title, like you have like an uphill battle for like credibility mm-hmm. after that. After yeah, like not believable at all. So I mean. I, I like. I think that's like the argument. Like to continue to book the strong. Like even if they uh, even like even after they have the briefcase. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't see it slowing down for Riddle at all. So if they were to give it to him, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he cashed it in quick. But we'll see, we'll see if that ends up happening because you know we we don't even know all the final competitors for Money in the Bank. So we'll get into that. But we do know we have Ricochet and John Morrison in that spot, and they got a chance to go one-on-one this week. Obviously, what everybody's talking about is that GIF moment with Ricochet jump from the uh, the top rope out to Morrison on the barricade into like a, a an oblivion. We don't we don't know where we don't we don't know where they landed. We don't know. It, it was just they were just going from the picture. It was insane. Like yeah, Ricochet, John Morrison, like that's like a match that. I guess because too, like they kind of like, like beating the down both for like so long that you're like, like they don't have like as much importance as they should. But like, what you think about like, oh, that's kind of that kind of is like a dream match, like, Ricochet, mm-hmm. like based on like their athleticism. I haven't seen much Lucha Underground, but I'm gonna assume they probably got into it at a certain point, right? Have you seen yeah. it? I don't think they, they had, had like Johnny Mundo and and like a marquee marquee feud. I always find it funny when they run back stuff that happened outside of there, like outside of the WWE, like how we just had like Drew versus Bobby for so long, but like that, that, that even happened to impact. impact. Right? Yeah, yeah. For like a year. So now it's like John Morrison and Ricochet. So, I mean, I, I just, I'm just, I'm happy on raw just seeing like them put on these, like these good matches, you know, like giving us somewhat dream matches that we really didn't think about. But they can just like it just shows how deep their talent is. They can just like pull out any two guys from the roster if they really want to give them time and just put on these matches. They need to start doing this more, you know. And that's the thing too, like, like the the there's so many talented like wrestlers on the roster that you want like the storylines to like supplement them. So like mm-hmm. it means something instead of just like it's just like two good wrestlers facing each other with like no story or like a weak story to it yeah they need to get more time now if only we had we we should let these writers get more time you know in the writers room and then maybe we would see that but you know you know what happened there um uh, i think as long as uh it's a 70 year old <laughs> like uh mixing everything like mm-hmm. two minutes for the show starts it's gonna be like this yep but hey um another good another good positive about it raw gotta talk about this kofi mvp segment um, if we were to run, if I were to summarize it, kind of, I don't really feel like summarizing, but Kofi is basically saying, you know, Lashley, his, his legitimacy as a champion has been chipped away by MVP surrounding him with all these flashy shit, all this, you know, all these like bullshit, like these women and the bottles and the whatever, you know, standing in for him, interfering in these matches, you know, Bobby's, Bobby's reign 
is looking looking kind of shoddy from Kofi's perspective. Yeah, he calls himself like yo mighty, but like he hasn't been showing that like in his matches, like because he, he needs like all this help to retain his title. How much do you all agree to that point? That like is it is it really fair to say that like he looks weak in y'all minds? Because I mean he has defended the title like even when you look at him beating Drew, they really didn't except for Mania where he just tapped him the fuck out. You know, he has been coming away kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sleazily, you know, triple threat. He kind of just came out the last second, and then a hell in a cell, MVP interfered. <laughs> even even at WrestleMania, probably... <laughs> even at WrestleMania, they had like uh, like MVP like yelled or something. It, it kind of made Drew look more stupid than like <laughs> than like Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I mean, it, it, looking back, it is kind of whack though to have an interference happening inside Hell in a Cell, like. I think like isn't one of the purposes of Hell in a Cell to keep people away. So it's like, how can I get he could it's just right? It's supposed to be ironic. Yeah, he could just break the changes, go in the shit, but it's still just like he, he right, still won by a roll up, which is so so hilarious. Also, <laughs> like a Hell in a Cell match ending with a roll up. Yeah, but I think it's just how they up, right? like that was corny. How they book heels, they just like booking heels in a way that's like, like they yeah. could probably win if they wanted to, but they just choose. Mm-hmm. To, to do win it in the weakest way possible, <laughs> it's always got to be a reason to make it like questionable as to if they should be champ or not. I feel like with him though, like especially somebody like Bobby Lashley, like you want somebody like the way he's built, like he's not like some like skinny like wiry guy. Like he looks like a tank. Like he should he should be beating people like decisively. Mm-hmm. Like you could put up a fight, but like once it's time for him to win, like he'll he'll put you out and put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know who does get wins decisively if we want to jump over to our next subject because subjects do be changing on Tuesday we crowned a new NXT North American champion his name is Isaiah Swerve Scott from Hit Row and I just love watching Shane Strickland, Isaiah Scott evolve into this character we have now you know I think being in hit row, he's finally. Oh, right. scared me for a second. It's all right. I like it. That was good. We got to we got we got to find a way to get drops on the show. But swerve, man, y'all spoiled me on the on the results. But I saw it myself. <laughs> y'all did spoil me, but it's cool. I was excited. Y'all, I mean, really, Instagram spoiled me, so it's my fault because I saw y'all say swerve in the chat. I didn't really know what the implications were. I didn't even know he had a title match coming up into the show. Yeah. I was super vague. I just said hit roll. Yeah, yeah. I, I just said swerve. I just said swerve. I said, okay, cool. I'm about to watch NXT. I went on Instagram and I saw he had the belt. I said, oh, oh, you know, come up. Hey, <laughs> he yo, saw the Triple H pointing at him. <laughs> like, yeah. no, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. But yeah, man, like, what's what's your thoughts on swerve like at this point? Because he honestly, like the way he like expresses himself, like his facial expressions. The confidence that he has on the mic and just like surrounded by his crew and everything, this is like this is looking so fire. Honestly, he is the the champion of NXT right now, and you can't tell yeah. me otherwise. Like he's about to carry the show right underneath Karrion Cross's like like his face. I love like the sinister smile that he does with like when he has like has the grills out and everything. Mm-hmm. Like like you're right. Like his facial expressions are like next level. Mm-hmm. And. and I- push him to the moon it's crazy like i didn't see this coming from him because when he first i didn't watch really evolve when like 
I really never really watched above like that. But like I know he came up from there and he was tough on there, but I didn't know much about him. And when he first came, he didn't have much like personality really to him. But now it's just like he's really hit his groove. And like I can see it. I'm like, yo, for one, why has this never been done before? Like it's crazy to think there's never been like a solid like rap group gimmick, you know what I mean? Running around. Mm-hmm. But now that we have it and it's here, it's like, yo, they they're pulling this off like so perfectly. See, I knew like he had like that like ability in him because mm-hmm. he was LW like run every champion. Like I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be like a huge star. Yeah, he was you always know? making waves. I always yeah. heard about him. And when he was in Lucha Underground's kill shot too, he had that like insane match with AR Fox where it was like it was like a death match between the two of them. So I like I knew like there's something special about him. He had a match with Red Fox. AR Fox, not oh. not Red Fox, not the, not the <laughs> Red Fox even alive? No, he's not. Oh, Red true. Fox alive right now. Yeah, he's not. He passed away. He passed away in 1991. Jeez, RP Red Fox. RP Red Fox, but yeah, he had, okay. Hmm. AR Fox. TJ Bowser. Yeah, yeah, like like I knew like he had like a special quality to him, and I kind of felt like they were spinning their wheels with him a lot like the past like year or so that he's been in nxt like waiting for him to, like it's thing important to do mm-hmm. and i'm glad now that he finally has something like he can sink his teeth into with hit row and like you can see like they're thriving so far as a yeah they need to just i think the next step is just to have them expand you know like have have um either one of them or i guess since he's in the north american picture they they got to go after either the cruiserweight or the two tag i mean two of them go after the tag titles yeah i think that's what should be that's what the direction should be um you should have top dollar and uh ashanti adonis Adonis. yeah they should have them (laughs) should have them go after the tag team titles because you've seen like i like like too like the gimmick that like ashanti's doing where he's like the hothead that they have to like kind of Mm -hmm. like hold back for him, like go too crazy. Yeah, their matches. Yeah, they all having a uh, the James match. Brown, the James Brown dude. That should be. That should be having me rolling. His hair's like permed and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> permed yeah. and pressed. It's dope seeing them all have like their own unique flavor and like attitude that they add to the group. It's a nice cohesive unit. Can't wait to see what uh, what, what's her name? Brianna Brandy. What's her name in in Hit Row? B-Fab. I think that's her name. Oh, yeah. B-Fab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to see her in the ring. I don't know if she's, like, ready yet to, mm-hmm. like, do the like, in-ring stuff or not. But... I think she does, like, uh, she trains with, I want to say his name right, Henry Cejudo. One of, one of the, oh, MA, the, the MMA UFC dudes. Fighter? Yeah. Henry Cejudo, I think that's his name. Oh, that should that be, should be interesting. She might have, like, some, like, grappling and, like, submission Mm-hmm. game and like you haven't really seen that from like a wrestler like that tall like women's wrestler that tall either yeah yeah she's probably gonna be kicking the fuck out of <laughs> other people i'm trying to see when she debuted okay she part she came in a trial in 2017 so she oh so she probably she probably yeah. can do some matches at this point been in performance center for for four years four years yeah. yeah she debuted in 2019 so it really is wild how like how long they keep these people you know they didn't see them that's what i'm saying like we getting these a lot of these cuts soon but like seeing that vince is visiting the pc and everything they really could be like trying to make more moves like, move people up now. People. yeah also think about nxt evolve coming up too they have a whole new show they need to introduce so we really don't know what what they're 
gonna be thinking about like with talent. Is who's that still gonna be a go where. for that? Yeah, is that yeah, like a real yeah, thing? Yeah, that's a go. That's a real thing. That's really happening. NXT evolve. That's why I thought when Regal was gonna make that announcement, that's what I thought he was gonna say. Like, but I'm pre- I'm pretty sure we're getting that like within the next year. And then when that happens, who knows? They might take 205 live, throw that away, put them on evolve. You know, take some people. Maybe we might get our main our main roster like implementation in NXT. Who knows? But people in the PC, that could be the perfect show for them to you know get the spotlight. It's, pl- it's plenty of people we don't even know about that they have. I'm like sorry, that I fake Brock Lesnar dude. I don't really buy NXT as a third brand. Not yet. Like, I know people say that, but it's yeah. like realistically, like it's it's clearly not really the third brand. Like it's a third brand, but it's not like SmackDown and Raw don't view it as a third brand, I feel like. It's the third brand, but it's not equal to the one and two. Yeah. I thought they were like making it more equal when they had them like invade. Uh that they even had like remember they had like Leo like on like the tank, like mm-hmm. invade. <laughs> like, but I don't know. Like, I feel like since like that Survivor series match, like they haven't been on the same level. Even though they, they had NXT get some wins in that Survivor Series too. But I guess yeah. they changed directions of what they wanted NXT to be. Honestly, NXT without the live crowd does feel a little different. It feels it less. Imp- it feels a little less important. But they they've had a live crowd for like the past like yeah they two they months. have which is yeah which is kind of strange because they are like the only ones right now with a little bit of a crowd. It just reminds me like the older feel of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I still feel like the Thunderdome is so like over like overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it's like overproduced. That even outweighs a live like little like minor crowd that they have. I think NXT needs a tour. Like even if it's just Florida, yeah. they need to get out of like that'll that'll make it. Center. That'll kind of put it on the same, like, put it in the same avenue as the other two shows. Like, like they go on the same tour. Even if, yeah, like, even if it's just Florida or, like, it's not every week that they're touring, like, every, mm-hmm. like, few weeks they, like, go somewhere else. I think that'll go a long way to, like, freshening up, like, NXT. I wonder if they'll do it because it's like, are they, they're going to stay at the Capitol Wrestling Center now, right? Or they're never going back to Full Sail. That's the deal. Is that like, Capitol Wrestling going to Full Sail? They're going back or is Capitol Wrestling Center there? there home now hmm. oh, sure. i don't know i don't know this is a good question just just some thoughts just oh, wait, to they, oh wait they were at full set weren't they for uh takeover in your house were they i wonder what this what's great american bash at i think it's at capital wrestling Center. yeah it is yeah it's at the wrestling Center. okay i mean it's in orlando florida wait oh the capital wrestling center is at the performance center yeah Oh shit! It is the performance center. Oh shit! What the fuck have I been thinking? It's just like a, I thought it was like, like a separate uh, building. I thought it was something different. Yeah, I don't know what I thought it was. I don't know what, Same. but yeah, I guess they they took that time to like spruce it up, and then they was like, oh, now we have Capital Wrestling Center. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see if they go back. But if they do go on like a tour or something, that would put them up there. I'm hoping with this draft, also with the draft coming up, they gotta they gotta throw NXT in there. You know. Who would be some people y'all would like to see go to NXT? Like, if y'all were to name three or five people that y'all would like to see go down there, how would you do it? Or, like, who would it be? Three or five people. Let's say three. Let's say three. Hmm. I I would say, like, uh, Alpha Academy, but I feel like they're they're about to get, like, a push on the main roster. Yeah. They seem kind of cool. I mean, chilling there. 
If I had to pick, I would say maybe, I would say maybe Dolph Ziggler as somebody who could be like a uh, surprising kind of vet that goes down there. He yeah, a, uh, Bobby Roode maybe. Yeah, maybe him yeah. and Ziggler. Him and back. Ziggler could go, and then I'll I say still want to see Cesaro in NXT. I would like that because I, I feel like they would give him like a world title run. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. Um, I'm thinking like. I'm trying to think of someone outside the box. I was gonna say Mustafa Ali, maybe. Oh, that, that'd be oh good. yeah, I can see. Yeah. Run next mm-hmm. Straight from CWC. I was also you already know about the Tulsa Ricochet in there too, but because I feel like they kind of pushed him up to the main roster quick too. They didn't really give him. They gave him a North American title run, but he didn't reach the main title. If they wanted to kind of spruce him up a little bit, but I think when the crowd, I think I keep saying when the crowds come back, but I do think soon enough we're going to see Ricochet be propped up a little bit more. I want to see John Morrison in NXT. Ooh. Ooh. At least away from the Miz. Yeah. Well, I guess he technically is away from the Miz. Well, I guess he's not because Miz is still there every week, but... Miz is kind of just like his manager now. Yeah. I don't need a feud between them. I just need them in, like, separate universes in a way. Yeah. Because I think John Morrison... I mean... Would you really? Con- I guess they're heels, but they're kind of like admirable heels. What did you say? Goofballs, basically. Yeah, they just goofballs. So I feel like Morrison could go either way. He could be like, I think he could definitely be a good babyface right now. But he's showing that he can hold his own on the mic a little bit. You know, I mean, we don't really know how like how deep he could go into like being like a real, real heel on his own. But I think he could work out as a solid face. Who knows? I would like to see him in NXT. Hmm. Chad, what you got? Did you did you name a couple? Did you name a three? Did you I think don't know if I named three, but I was yeah. just like in agreement with like yeah. I think of, I don't know why I can't think of people. Right yeah, now. Like, it's, it's hard to think. Is there a, is there a it's hard. I mean, especially when they keep cutting people, we don't know who's even who's even. I was on gonna say team. like honestly, like is there a woman I want to see in NXT? But their roster is so like thin. I haven't gone like, on WWE.com in like the longest time. Of- Yo, you know what's crazy? I literally just went on a WWE.com. <laughs> I haven't gone on here in like so long. I want to see a character. Wait, no, he was already on NXT, right? That's why I'm like, where are half of these people? I, really I don't, don't think know. he was. He was on like, I don't think the two of my live guys were on uh, NXT. Did you know Akira was the current 24-7 champion? I didn't even know they still <laughs> used that title. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he won it back during the, the Battle Royal on Raw. <laughs> Speaking of champions, how come all our champions just seem so irrelevant right now? Sheamus is U.S. champion, hasn't done shit. AJ and almost our Raw Tag Team champions haven't done shit. Rand Dominic or SmackDown Tag Champs haven't done shit. I feel like a lot of shit has felt like irrelevant just because like in a holding pattern until crowds come yeah. back. Until crowds come back, it's about to be the title of the damn episode. The yeah, fuck? it's been like that for for like a month. Like you can Woo! tell, it's so painfully obvious. For like a lot of stuff. Like, is what is important deadly. right now? <laughs> It's like even like the the Roman Reigns stuff on SmackDown is starting to get a little watered down because it's like they're clearly trying to prolong it. And it's like, oh, this is so stagnant. I can't watch this anymore. What is the NXT UK Heritage Cup Championship? I don't know, but Tyler Bate has it apparently according to that commercial. (laughs) I was like, it's like their their mid card title. But is it actually a title? I never saw it. It's like a cup. It's It's not a title, it's like like a trophy. It's just the match so they do. Got a cup. Oh, that, it look hot, though. It does look hot. It's a nice trophy. Like, the match they do, there's certain rules, and you have to win the match under those rules. Man, that's from Ring of Honor. 
Yeah, that probably is. I wouldn't know. Is that like the pure championship? Yeah, they just did that tournament. Yo, I'm looking at their their roster is too huge. Who the fuck is Amir Jordan? Who are some of these people? Oh, Drew Gulak in NXT. I want him as a. Oh yeah, I like to see Drew Gulak. Okay, now we getting somewhere. Andrew Garza, but he was in NXT. Yeah, briefly. Yeah, for a little bit. He was like, we need him on the on Raw. Cedric? Oh, and, I think Cedric might be able to benefit from that. Yeah. I mean, it's plenty of people you could argue a case for. But um, going back yeah, that to picture the picture of Keith Lee looks so old. What, the one he just posted? No, the one they have on, one, on the website. Oh, what, is he like, yo, Keith Lee, better, he better come back. Is it the one with form. the soul patch or the beard? <laughs> uh, He's like, he has no facial hair at yeah. all. Nothing. Oh, wow. oh no, it's soul patch. That's a little soul patch oh. under that chin. Oh shit! If, that was a shadow. Got click on it. Yeah, yeah, that's soul patch. He he has interesting choice for facial hair. I feel like it changes like pretty frequently. Yeah, it does. He's the like picture the under it is just like the the like just like the sideburns and like beard. You know what I mean? Like the chin and the soul patch. Okay. He's gonna come back with like a goatee, <laughs> like just to get. He's gonna come back with a curly top. <laughs> I am a new person. <laughs> I'm grown facial hair. <laughs> He's gonna come back with like like button chops, like uh, Nick and Matt Jackson. <laughs> like on that South Park episode when it was like <laughs> when Eric Cartman was in a coma for like what was it like two weeks or something? Oh yeah, he's like I he's wish like I... nurse, remember, nurse, remove his facial warmer. <laughs> <laughs> Ripped the beard off. But um, speaking of getting re- some stuff getting removed from your face, Zia Lee, oh god, the shit. <laughs> Out of um, Mercedes Martinez. I'm sorry, that was distasteful. But yeah, she got knocked out, man. Poor. Uh, shout out to Mer- Mercedes Martinez, man. She took that like a champ. Um, you know even crazy. She got knocked out. Well, I was watching it, and like the way she fell, I had thought she got knocked out. That's why, like, when they stopped the match like that, I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Oh yeah, the referee did a great job. She's like, she stopped that like, immediately. Oh, no, she no, saw no. her. She saw, she saw the way she fell in her head. And she's like, oh no, we gotta end this uh-uh. match like, immediately. Yeah, that was scary, man. I mean, like, she was the way her body was like stiff. She couldn't even like put her arms like onto the mat, like her shoulders down. She's, I don't know, if she's like trying to get up or something, or like her body was just like, just locked in that position. But it was, it was scary. But I think she's fine. Hopefully, she recovers soon, and she's not. She might be concussed. I'm not really sure what the update is on that. But hopefully she's good. Um, but without further ado, we do have a card to preview coming up next Wednesday. We will have the NXT Great American Bash, which will take place at the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. Dylan, as predictions champion, you are hereby obligated to defend your title at this upcoming card. Is there anything you like to say in your defense before we get to these predictions? And before you friends. sign your fate, before you sign your fate, sign your fate away to hand me this title. I will say, right? Come one, come all. I hand out L's, they all fall. So you can bring wow. your predictions. Wow, wow. You gotta, I'll be champ. Regardless. So now, Chad, you are back in the title picture now. Is there anything you'd like to say regarding your rise back into the competition? I'm just going to say uh, thanks for keeping title warm for a week. But <laughs> <laughs> back where it belongs. 
I like it. I like it. So, how many matches we got? Is this it? Four matches on the card? Y'all don't even oh, need really? no leeway. Y'all don't even leave no leeway. Okay. There's seriously only four matches. What the? But crap? I need if somebody can provide me an updated card. I think it's only four. I think it's only four matches right now. I feel like that makes sense because it's a two-hour show. It's, yeah, it's two hours. Yeah. So, it with commercials too. Yeah. So. I mean, they didn't say they were doing two weeks like they did the last time. Or two nights like they did the last time. The matches, though, as far as what we got right here, I can't really say. I, I think it's going to be a few differences and choices here. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what y'all pick. Um, first match. Honestly, I don't know where to go with this one, but we got the NXT tag team titles being on the line with the Tommaso champion Timothy Thatcher going to be challenging MSK. MSK obviously on a hot streak ever since coming into this company, quickly thrusted into the Dusty Rose tag team classic, won that shit, won the titles, winning, 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 and then now here they are against two bitter white men who are um, struggling to grow hair still. One of them chipped tooth. Um. Toothless but, Timmy. <laughs> toothless Timmy. Tommaso Champagne get a haircut in how long? But now I don't know. Time. I just I don't I don't I don't I don't really know where to go with this one because honest like I feel like MSK they've been booking them really solid, but I'm wondering how long they're gonna go like with pushing them, you know? Like I feel like yeah. at some point it's like they could lose it and then be on like a they could go on another good run with like them chasing the titles, you know. Yeah, First of all, I'm just wondering. I would like to say, fuck the crowd for booing for booing MSK. Yeah, what the? Fuck yeah, what was that? that? What's up with? What is up with that? It's That's only, what I'm wondering. It's only like a few people, like in the full, like in the front row, that like keep like booing. It's so weird. It That's why I'm like, are people crowd. are people bored of MSK? Because I don't. Th- I think it's something like personal, like routine, <laughs> like like those people or something. Like I don't get it. No, I holding a grudge from what could it be personal? What, what could be show? personal about it? I think I, I think I saw this that apparently like the people like what's it called? Um, which was which one was Zachary Wentz in in uh, white one? In Pitt? Was oh. I mean, what's his name? Nash Carter? Yeah, Nash yeah, Carter? yeah, yeah. Like I, I think he like tweeted something like how like Izzy shouldn't wrestle more Izzy like the a Bailey fan and like those are like. Her like uh, friends and family, like the people what? that are. Oh God! So that's why they're booing. <laughs> so now the be- the Bailey fan, her family is making impact in storylines now. I don't get the. It's not even a storyline. It's just. I know. It's just <laughs> not liking it. <laughs> they just don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's weird. But um, weird. Without that, without that being considered, I mean, what do y'all think about like the overall? What is y'all overall perception of MSK like? Are, are you still entertained by this? You think it's going to keep going? Uh, I don't dislike them. I think they're doing good at the role that has been presented to them. Like, I feel like they're doing all the right things. But I feel like it kind of gets hard when you're a babyface team and you're being booked so strongly right off the bat. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, no, it's like, where do, where do they go from here? Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with them. But what was you going to say, Chad? Yeah, I agree with that. Like, where do you go from here? Like, that's why, that's why. Like, I'm torn in this one because I'm like, if they do beat um, Thatcher and Champa, like, who do they face? Because they already beat like the Grizzly Young Vets. Mm-hmm. They'd be in uh, Legato of Fantasma, and who else is, would there be Hit Row? They so haven't actually, faced actually, Hit Row. 
That's yeah. see, actually, that, that might influence like my pick now. Yeah, is thinking about it. Because who, who who would be more impactful, like if Hit Row got the titles off of Thatcher and Champa or MSK, who's been on this like great run? So I would say I think we'll have to go with MSK in this match. I no, I think it would be more impactful because Champa is a former world champ. So if they took the title off like Champa and Thatcher, that's like mm. oh shit. You could damn. You can argue. You can argue both ways, honestly, because these are both two face teams, no? Yeah, they are face teams. Yeah, so, yeah. but I'm kind of like, I, I think, see. I see what both of you are saying because I mean, Champa and Thatcher would also be like a face team that could go head to head with Hit Row. But just looking at like ideally, like in my mind, what would make for a hot match? I think Hit Row versus MSK would be fuego. Yeah, but I think so, the storyline would be better. Yeah. I think I'm a, I'm gonna go MSK, just to keep it keep it rolling for now. I think we also need to see. I want like I want MSK to perform in front of a full NXT takeover crowd, you know. Yeah. And I think until we see that, maybe they keep the titles for now. So. I think they're very high on MSK too. Like as you, yeah. can, see, you can see, like they won the Dusty Cup immediately, became tag team champions immediately. I think they they view them as like a face of like NXT right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I can see them losing the titles and then winning them back in front of a like a full takeover crowd. Yeah, because mind you, like when we had those full takeovers, the tag team matches were more often than not like the opening matches, kind of like get the show started. Like they used to t- treat the tag team division like almost the second most important thing, especially when they had um like Johnny Gargano and uh Champa like holding it. You know, they had AOP running around when the revival was there. You know, like the tag team division used to be like kind of the bread and butter a little bit of nxt so i think that when they when they keep it on msk it's kind of going back to that so what's your final pick dylan are you champion thatcher uh yeah i think there will be one title change but it's not here i don't think the other title is going to be like i don't think the other champions are going to lose so fair enough Wait, NXT title is not online, right? What what is Karen Cross even doing? This boring ass champion, yo. I swear, I don't even know what he's doing, yo. I don't know. I don't think he's. Uh... Was he even on the show this week? Is he? Is he, he was on the he, show. Is, I don't is, remember. Is he defending against Gargano? That's is possible. But How come I, I can't think they find made like the match? I'm about to go on WWE.com, bro. Look this up. See how. See if I can find it. I don't think they're feuding right now, but I don't know. If... Johnny Gargano got the match yet. Mm. I think Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly is like the main event. So they probably yeah, wouldn't give Karrion Cross a match. Next to Yep. But um speaking of Johnny Gargano and the way, next match we got on the car is the NXT women's tag team title match where Candice LeRae and Indy uh Indy Hartwell. I was about to say Indy Blackheart. Oh my god, I'm getting all these names mixed up. Um, Indy Hartwell will defend against Eel, the random ass team of Eel Shirai and Zoe Stark. Um, I'm going with the way because I, I just don't. The way. I don't see the point of just giving it randomly to Zoe Stark and Eo. Especially since they they started telling the story that they don't like each other, like Zoe and Eo don't like each other, and Candace is never being Eo. So I feel like once she said that, they were they were definitely gonna like give her that one back. Yeah, yeah. they gotta establish yeah. that Candice LeRae has changed. 
she's like not the same person. That's true. Uh, and I just think, I mean, they just got the titles. They need to just give them, this is just like another step in the road just to further legitimize their run. So, I mean, until until we get another nice tag team to fit up into that spot, they can just keep it going. They can just hold them. I mean, they could throw... takes the pin. Uh, who do I think takes the pin? Probably, yeah, probably Zoe Stark. We all going with the way? Yeah, yep. you know, that's my pick. Yeah, going the way. All right. Larray gets the pin on start. We'll get to the specifics if we if we end up being in some kind of tie situation. Or should I mean since we all picked the same thing, should we add don't an be, extra? Don't be should scared. we add a, don't should we scared. add an extra stipulation to it? Yeah, I'm down. Lor- the champ right. says bring it. All right. Well, my prediction is Candice Larray gets the pin on Io Shirai. Oh, okay. I guess okay. I guess I gotta be different then. So I'm gonna go with what's it? I'm gonna go with Indy Hartwell getting the pin on Zoe Stark. Okay, I can see that. Indy pin I can see that too. So they just avoid that anything happening. So wait, what did you say, Dylan? You said I said Larray pin Stark. Larray pin Stark. Larray pin Stark. Damn, I feel like mine is the least likely to happen. Got to think about it. Yoshirai is pretty protected. That's what I'm saying. But some bullshit could happen. We'll know. Damn, I feel like it might come down to that. Anyway, um, million dollar title match. Now, the interesting stipulation here is, well, it's going to be Cameron Grimes challenge LA Knight. If LA Knight wins, Cameron Grimes must become his butler. Now, if you if you feeling like a little deja vu. And you feeling like you saw this before? It's because <laughs> Dynamite did it a little bit ago. Just like how Dynamite just had a strap match, and then on Raw they had another strap match. But hey, I'm not some AEW like I'm not some AEW crony coming over here saying they stealing stuff. But I mean, they have kind of pulled out two things recently that AEW recently just did. But anyway, anyway, they also did it on NXT UK too, which is kind of like. Makes it even worse because it's like our, our promotion just like Wait, they did recycling. A yeah, it's like our promotion kind of just like you know just recycling each other. Recycling shit, yeah, pretty much. See, I mean, see, we've seen stuff like this in wrestling before, but I mean, I we just saw it on Dynamite. Like that's all I'm saying. NXT UK, it was like if a tree falls in the woods. Oh yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I see, when you when you said that, I didn't even know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they can have a nigga on there that's just like Roman Reigns doing the exact same shit, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I just be seeing like the, the the promos and shit. Yeah, I mean, with that stipulation added, it's interesting because they could go full like full out on this and have like Cameron Grimes keep this going, have Cameron Grimes be his butler. But at the same time, maybe they would just want Cameron Grimes to just come away with the title. I mean. Nah, I think they're gonna. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna th- milk. I think right? think I'm thinking it's a milk. I think it'll be funny too. I think it'll be funny too seeing Grimes as his butler. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Especially like, in Asmore Heat too, when he eventually wins the title off of uh, LA Knight. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like it's adding more to the burn, and then we've already like found humor, and Cameron Grimes is like constantly taking L's, and I think now it's just gonna be perfect. It's gonna add to both of their characters. I mean, this could even eventually turn into them becoming a tag team in some kind of form or fashion but yeah i don't, I don't, I don't want to see that we'll i see, think we'll it's uh, i think it's gonna make cameron grimes even more over than, than he is right now 
Yeah. So we all going with LA? Yeah. Can you see LA yeah. Knight getting called up? Um, I can see, could that. see that. I actually could see that. Um, like, I, like not now, but like end of summer, maybe. Like, when yeah. We have like the draft. Honestly, I thought he should have debuted on SmackDown or something. I don't think he like. I, I knew he had a lot of like momentum. I never really checked out a lot of his stuff in Impact, but like I knew he was one of their top dudes. So like, ideally, it's like not everybody has to go to NXT. Like, he's thirty eight too. Yeah, like, and like this dude is up. There. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh, like come on, we could just throw him up on main roster, have him be like a Bobby Roode, Jace type of character. With actual a little bit of respect to his name, but in LA Knight too, like they have what they need to do is not what they do with EC3 because like his main strength is that his talking ability. LA Knight, you cannot make him mute. Like you have to give him a microphone like immediately. <laughs> I would never understand why they did that. Somebody just didn't like him. I, I had the, the, that's the only thing I think of. Like somebody in, like the office didn't like him and like wanted him to fail. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that was that was a crazy decision to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's make the the talker guy not talk that'd and then like, fire him. That'd be like if they made Ricochet like they, they said, oh, you can't do high fly moves. Make anymore. him a Matt wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> or they're like, you know what, Ricochet, we're gonna make you talk a lot more. Actually, we're gonna have you talk for like <laughs> ten minute segments every week. Put him on commentary. Yeah, put him on commentary. Like jerk on AW, just like for every segment. It's like, oh, why is he, why is he still out here? It's like. Why? I, I don't know if I can handle that Ricochet being on commentary for the entire show. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Jericho on commentary? He annoys me sometimes. He annoys me, bro. He's too loud. And I yeah, I'm like, I'm like, take it down. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, my fault, my fault. I forgot that y'all told me that, like, Chris Jericho and Jack Swagger are good guys on the show. So I was watching it, and then Jack Swagger started cutting his promo. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? So you watched AEW this week? I I, I did. I, I watched parts of it. Let's go. It. Let's go. All right, we're going to get into it. But finally, we, the final match on the card, we got Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. The stipulation for this match, one-on-one, normal match. Disqualifications on. Ring that's out such, count on. That's such a back ass back. Rope break on. One on one. Me and you. <laughs> Sanctioned match. I thought they have to have Kyle Riley win. Yeah. They have to have him win this because, like, I just want Adam Cole to get off NXT. Him, so anything, anything, anything. Give me Kyle, man. Give me yeah, Kyle. Let's get out of here. End the feud. Like, end, like, get, like, don't give him a rubber match anymore. Like, end it. Yeah, right. that, that's what I'm on to. I'm, I want a decisive one too. I want Kyle O'Reilly tap him out. to tap him out. He's going to choke him out. That's my prediction if it comes down to us all tying. Kyle O'Reilly chokes out Adam Cole, just like how he got put to sleep by Samoa Joe. Is that see, your I final prediction? See, I want him to tap out. I didn't want him to choke. I wanted to tap before. I don't, don't want him to have like the. You don't want him to choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not giving up. I wanted him to, to be like. Damn, well, I can't change like, my up. Yeah. I think Adam Cole is gonna win. I think they're gonna oh, win no. the match. All right, so <laughs> our, that second stipulation don't count. He since Dylan disagreed, it's just it just comes down to this. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole. All right, Adam so Cole, cool. Because it, it is kind of backwards. Because they're like, oh, the the first match we booked because you guys hated each other and, and we knew you guys wouldn't follow the rules, but. You know, now this is more serious, so we have to see who's the yeah. better wrestler. Why do you it's think like, they're gonna follow the rules? They still hate each other. Like you, they're like, like, like he flipped them off. Like when they were getting like uh, taken to the hospital. Like <laughs> why didn't we start with the normal match? Because at first it was like they kind of were like disobeying the rules. 
Yeah. Um, it could have been like, you normal match. You got I think they were just trying to be different. Yeah, it's like the reverse. But either way, I mean, this match, I think they're going to tear it down. I mean, it might actually be come out as a better match than the first one was just because yeah, they will just have to rely on, rely on their strengths, honestly. Like, they weren't – those guys aren't – like, I don't know – I'm, I don't look at Adam Cole and Kyle Riley instantly think like, oh, extreme rules or like, you know what I mean? Like weapons, yeah. things like that. I think of like them being in-ring technicians. So I think this is going to be, this is going to bring that out of them. Do y'all think this is Adam Cole's last NXT match? Can we pray for it, please? I do not think it is the last match. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt been, it too. I've I doubt it like, too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm too Adam optimistic about it for too long. Adam Cole's going to be there next 20 years in NXT. <laughs> he might just retire in NXT. He NXT is. lifers. We Adam might. Cole, NXT. It's inevitable. When I think about NXT lifers, I think of Tommaso Ciampa. I don't think he's ever going up. You could argue John Gargano, too. You could argue Gargano. I feel like Tommaso Ciampa's aged 15 years in like the past two years. Yep. <laughs> it might just be All like those crazy. injuries, man. It could be those injuries. It I mean, might... think about how much time he's missed. And it might be like the muscle mass, too, that he's put mm-hmm. on. I feel like he's like, I feel like he has no body fat anymore. <laughs> No cap. I can see why Johnny Gargano wouldn't want to go up to the main roster. Oh, yeah. He's definitely not going to get treated right. <laughs> yeah. Like, his you know. size, like, he, yeah. I, I don't know. I always thought he would get Daniel Bryan treatment if he was still a face. I mean, but even you see how much fucking Daniel Bryan had to go through to even get. Yeah. He, he had did. to get actual, like, people to start following along with him against what they were, like, just giving us on screen. Yeah, even Daniel Bryan. I feel like he was, like, built more than. Gargano is. Gargano, yeah. I mean, we're getting, we getting a lot of um, layers to Gargano's character now in his heel run. Like, I, I enjoy him on NXT, so I mean, as long yeah, as, I enjoy as, him as, as fresh, it's fine, but I feel like with Adam Cole is like, he's hit a peak, he's hit a ceiling, like, after he lost the title, where it's like, we don't, I don't really want to see him get it again, and it's like, I don't want to see him any, any more fuse on NXT, so I just want to see him go up. I hate to keep going back to this, but I feel like him losing his theme song took something away from him. Like, yeah, you really hate that theme song. I hate it. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind it that much because I still think it sounds very similar. It's just like a more like dull down like, version. The undisputed era was like perfect for him. Like and yeah. like just like the crowd going like Adam Cole, baby. Like the like the swagger he would walk out with with it. Like it just like added like a lot to him and his like presentation. Yeah, I think he he could have kept the song. Because mm-hmm. if this whole thing was I am the undisputed era, then it wouldn't make sense for him to keep the music if they all split. Yeah. It's just like little things sometimes that like no, I feel that that, that like it goes like if, like we were talking about earlier of Keith Lee. Yeah, like, like if the crowd were to hear that shit, awesome after that whack ass song, yeah. it would be like, "Whoa, this shit stinks." Like I remember, like when he came out for like Brock Lesnar, like the crowd was like. All pumped up and stuff. Had like his like music like playing yeah. in the background. Well, let's go, let's go. That was so lit. That was like that one was of the, that was like that one was of the so best lit. rumbles, yo. That was one of the best Royal Rumbles. In the Brock Lesnar was like big boy. <laughs> when he saw it. He was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" He's like, "He's a big boy." <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like how uh, Jim Ross. Just like how Jim Ross be um Wardlow be big in a Wardlow. Speaking of Jim Ross, y'all want to talk about WWE Dynamite? Oh yeah, I was getting the WWE Dynamite. <laughs> Unfortunate. I mean, (laughs) let's just talk about the fact that like Dynamite, they had a they had a moment to celebrate this week. You know, coming back on Wednesdays, I think was a big a big um step in the right direction for them. You know, in the last few weeks, it they didn't have bad shows, but it was just like they were kind of losing out on the viewership. It felt like holding pattern shows. Yeah, it felt like holding. 
But now Except this is the week, week right before they about to go back on the show. So next week we got Road. What is it called? Road Mayhem. Road to Mayhem. Road Rager. Is Road it? Rager. Some. I what the fuck the Road to Mayhem. Anyway, <laughs> Road, they got Road Rager. They're gonna be going to Miami a little bit down the street just to start off this tour of theirs. But I thought it was a pretty solid show this week. You know, especially with that main event. We had Sammy Guevara and MJF putting on honestly five star match clinic like definitely one of the best of this year i can't think of nothing what? i can't think of anything right now that's competing with that that's match of the year for me right now what did you think of the finish unless I'm, like, i can get my memory that, that it cheapened it a little bit or yeah i'm no i think like necessary. i think it was very necessary i loved it because i mean we don't want either of these guys to look weak but mjf is such a chicken shit heel you want him to always have that like god damn it he gets one over on us again MJF is that one dude that they have right now who talks all the big shit, never gets his comeuppance, and they just keep prolonging it, prolonging it. And it's like, who is going to get the up on this dude? Like, he talks all the big shit, and then he backs it up. I think these type of matches are, like, important, too, for MJF. Because, like, yeah. I feel like he doesn't really wrestle, like, that often. If you, like, you think about it. like Yeah, they, 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 treat him, they treat him, like, the best, like, out of anyone, I feel like. Because... They protect him like whenever he's in a match, he pretty much wins all the time. I don't know what his record is right now. I could probably find it. Um, like you forget, he can go in the ring like until he has like these type of matches. Like you're like, oh, he's just like a talker basically. Mm-hmm. But like no, he, he can go in the ring too. Like he keep up with, with like with anybody pretty much. Wait a minute, I'm looking at AEW win loss records. Who's Max Caster? That's bull. They claim, they claim. Wait, he has 20 wins and nine losses? Probably on dark and elevation. Hey, why is he like the number one right now? Wait, is it for the title for AW title? No, I don't think this is just one loss record straight. This isn't like rankings. Oh. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man. Like what surprised me the most was that like this is the first time we got this match. And I feel like they've been building this up for like so long. If you if you're a fan of um if you're a fan of being an elite, or even if you just watched it for a little bit. I've checked out like a few episodes on like a little run through I did during quarantine and around that time they were starting AEW. They were kind of building up like this few with them. I don't know if it continued because I didn't watch the rest, but they always would like have little segments with like MJF and Sammy Guevara backstage kind of shitting on each other, but also kind of being like fake friends to each other. It was, it was weird. Even even on TV though, in like the inner circle when, when MJF joined, like Sammy mm-hmm. Guevara was always skeptical of him. Exactly. So this is just another example of how they do uh, these this long-term storytelling and it's working out perfectly. Like these two guys, they put on a great match in the main event, first time ever. And it just show it's a perfect showcase of the future of their company. Like these are the two guys that they have locked in as like the up and coming guys that, that that's going to like carry their company. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see. I think like the past two weeks too, because look, even like Jungle Boy, like you see, like Jungle Boy, he mm-hmm. uh, he showed he's like, moving up, yeah. So like the like you see like the future of the company, like the the past few weeks, like have like stepped up in the main events. Exactly. So I'm trying to pull up the rankings here for AEW, but it looks like they only they only show like the top five, which is weird. But I don't see MJF in there. Maybe they go off of like recent wins. If you count his, I mean, he hasn't been in that many matches recently. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. He probably hasn't had, like, enough matches to, like, to rank, yeah, to rank high. Yeah. But if I look at this website, which just shows regular win-loss records, um, where is this guy? Where is he at? Where is he at? Where is he at? 
I can't find it. I don't know why. It's not really that organized. Oh, well. But yeah, anyway, I had nothing but positives to say about that match. It was perfect. Um, AEW, man, it's been exciting me lately. Yeah, like, I feel like they're... That's the thing that I think they're good at is, is like, call, doing callbacks and like delivering on, like, long-term storylines. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, one of the big things that they've done that, like, has helped, like, gain viewer trust is that, like, they're not just doing stuff, like, just to do it a lot of the times. Like, there's, like, a purpose behind it. Yeah. So, like, what, so, what do you, like, they actually, they, like, earn, like, they, like, let it play out, kind of. Like, because, like, you're not, like, you're not... It, like storylines so just like get dropped like randomly, like week to week, like, like happens in like WWE. Yeah, they actually commit to it, and you even see that with um, with the storyline with Kenny Omega and Adam Page, because like mm-hmm. ever since they've been ever since they broke up as a tag team, they kind of put them both on two separate paths that both lead to the same ending or the same point where they where they both meet one on one. Like Kenny, he's been going on this run, you know, propping himself back up into the title picture, but Adam Page, on the other hand went on a downtrend and he he pretty much like got depressed he had to find himself again by joining the dark order or sort of just like being friends with them yeah and now he started they're like encouraging him bringing his confidence up and then now you see him like they're trying to convince him like you know you should be challenging kenny for this title like is one dude you haven't faced and that's um and that's adam page he's the number one ranked he is number one ranked so tender. so so like and i think he was number one ranked before and then he lost and then I think like I think um I think it was last week, whenever we came the number one ranked, we got his win. Like he wasn't happy really. Like you could see like the mm-hmm. like the nervousness on when he beat Hobbs. He meant. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he cause because you could be like, oh I he knew what that meant that he beat Hobbs, because Hobbs was like number two ranked. So he mm-hmm. knew he was gonna be number one. And he knew like what's next for him is wow. King Omega. So I think they've done like, a great job with like that storyline. So if we look if we look at the rankings right now for 2021, Adam Page has a singles record of 11 and one. Right behind him is Orange Cassidy, who's 10 and one and one. Everybody know that's my guy. And then Darby Allen at 10 and two. Jungle Boy at nine and two. Matt Seidel as 10 and three. See, I didn't know he was cooking like that. And if I if I had known, I would have predicted for him last week instead of fucking Dante <laughs> Martin. What the hell? Man? What the hell? But. Um, if we're going back to the main event scene, Kenny Omega is actually going to be out for a little bit of time. He came out on this week and said he was taking like a break, a little like how he said, I'll be defending my titles elsewhere or whatever. But he apparently he's been just been like having like these nagging issues. I don't think he's going to be out that long. I, yeah, I think it's probably just like maintenance probably yeah. on his body just to get just like, chilling. Yeah, just sit back a little bit, you know, I mean, we don't need to have him show out he does, every week he doesn't need to wrestle like every, he's a world champion too. yeah exactly he wrestle every, every his gimmick season. works for him just to like chill on the sidelines and just talk shit for a little bit and yeah. also i mean they kind of have miro as like their fighting champion right now yeah, miro man <laughs> like i love that character so much this dude ran to the ring and do the belt at the referee miro's cooking right now man I love the character he's doing where he's just like, he's like God's like chosen son, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like God, like God gave him the ability of like to, to fuck people up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yo, honestly, there's a lot I want to talk about AW. First, like, remind me, I want to talk about the video games, but I do want to talk about the Young Bucks too and just how much I love to hate these motherfuckers, yo. 
like I would I would come on the show and I would trash them niggas all the time. You know, they do corny shit in the ring. They do all this flippy, hokey, whatever shit looks for Hearst, look like the Harlem Globetrotters are wrestling. But with this new like this new evolution of their character becoming full fledged heels, chicken shit, want to see them get their ass kicked, little pussy boys. I love it. I love to hate them. I want to I just it's not it's something about it, you know, that just fits so perfect. This is what I wanted all along. I wanted them to evolve into something more than what was just crotch chops, suck it, too sweet, oh, too sweet, super kick. Like now it's actually layers, it's actually depth. It's actually just them coming out and being annoying. And I sound like the biggest fan hater. I don't even know what I am anymore, <laughs> but I fucking love hating the Young Bucks. It feels that's, good. That's fair. It feels good. Am I, are you guys as hype as I am? No. They hate the Young Bucks. No, you don't care that much, Dylan? <laughs> Chad, you with me, Chad? You with me, Chad? Can I get too I, sweet? I, you know, I, I, too I, sweet was, I'm, I was too sweet on this one. Yeah. Like, like I, I agree. I agree. I think the Young Bucks like, have hit their stride with their heel characters. Like, I think them and Kenny. Did you see the disgusting mustaches? Oh, yeah. Oh, Repug- I saw that. Repugnant. The fake. Talk about everything. The the fake Dior's, the ugly mustaches, the, the headbands, the, the headbands with the fucking, the jewel shits. The dangly like earring. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. Oh, I want to see who's going to fuck them up next. Like, look, I'm looking at the tag team. Eddie ranking. Kingston. Eddie Kingston and them? No, nah, they don't <laughs> got it. They have, like, they have that street fight against them. You know, what's, you know what should be outlawed right now? I'm looking at the tag team rankings. Why do Santana and Ortiz only have like seven matches in 2021? They're five and two. Meanwhile, Varsity saving. Blondes are like 15 and 4. They acclaim 13 and 3. They gotta get on the dark. <laughs> yeah, like what? FTR is 5 and 0. Oh. Private Party is only 6 and 1, but I mean, I guess Varsity Blondes might be. I don't I don't see any of these teams taking the gold off of them right now. I could see uh I definitely see Proud and Powerful being the ones. I think that's being what on, yeah, that's why they slept on. They slept on right now. They're, that's why they're like uh having them like you with FTR right now, yeah, away from the side of the picture and slowly build up. Start, yeah, I think when they start, because also like that's been a part of like the few too. They're like, oh, you haven't even won the tight the tight titles. Like we we came in immediately. It became tag team champions. You guys yeah. haven't won shit in like a year of being in AEW. I can't believe I'm saying this, man. I this week maybe maybe it's just this week or maybe it's just been recently. I've been more excited about AEW. It's something about it. I think, I'm I all think, elite. I'm all elite right now. No, I think that's perfect. Because they actually have like they have shit that's motivating. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's actually moving and like they got a crowd that's like always live and like lit. Like every time I tune in, it looks like it's a major show that's happening. NXT doesn't give me that. SmackDown gives me that just because Roman's there. Raw, nope. And like AEW has like a fresh feel. Like they come in every week. They kind of you know. They try things. That's what I like. They try shit. They have multiple storylines that progress for the most part week to week. All like, of their champions right now are on like are doing some of their best work. Yeah. So, and like when you when I mean, when I give you that, you can't like look at me and just be like, oh, it's AEW. Like it's AEW. Like no. Like I think when people shit on AEW or just like any program and just like don't even try to give it a chance, y'all doing yourself a disservice, man. Like you, 
I think they just go into it expecting to see WWE shit, and it's not that. And then I never got people standing for uh, any wrestling company that doesn't pay them. Exactly. Like, what do you gain out of that at all? <laughs> like, what? Like, do, y'all, y'all what can track the evidence on the show. When they when they produce shit, we gonna call it out. Yeah, when we do. Yeah. Great. When they produce right, gold, right. we gonna call it out. Right now, AW, they they do that stuff that's kind of stupid sometimes. But hey, when you tell me, when you look at the way they booking their people and like the champs. The way they're propping people into these storylines, they they're motivating me to talk about things more than any other show right now. So, hey, yeah, I can't wait for them next week. Now. I'm hyped for Roll, whatever the fuck Roll Rage. Oh God, I'm I mean, we might as well put oh, we might as well put the title up for that too. We might as well put the fucking title up for that too. When is that? That's on a Wednesday. Yeah. Hold up. Oh wait, hold on. I want to do a call. Oh, no, we can't. We can't. Hold on. Let's let's relax. This dude's getting ahead of himself. AEW Rule Rager uh, 2021. You can't put it up two days in a row. Oh, why, 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 why not? Why not? If you want now, another title match, think about you this. Earn that shit, think about this. It's not a separate match. It's combined into be one match. So it's a total Bro, score. Yeah, it's a total score between two cards. You be making up rules as you go along. A total score between two cards. It's not that unfair. It's really not. It's really not. Because look, we only had four matches from NXT. Why don't we change that four and turn it into nine? Or we can keep that four at four. Chad, what do you say? Hmm. I don't know. How, there's not there's five matches on there. I you want me know. to run down the card? Five matches. Yeah, let's, let's run down the card. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus The Blade and the Bunny. Jake Hager, Santana and Ortiz versus Wardlow and FTR. Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall in a strap match. Another strap match? God damn. We didn't have like how many strap matches this year, but anyway. I'm I'm more concerned that there's another QT Marshall and Cody Rhodes match. <laughs> Andrade El Idolo versus Matt Seidel. Ooh, that sounds that sounds like it's gonna cook. And then finally, the AEW World Tag Team Championships are on the line between the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston Penta. So, I mean, what? Let me ask y'all this: What card gets you more excited, Road Rager or Great American Bash? I think definitely Road Rager because it's in a different venue too. I mean, yeah. but also I kind of have just started watching AEW, so I'm not nearly as excited as you two. I feel you. I feel you. That's fair enough. Um, honestly, I would I would pick Road Rager just because Andrade's debuting against a hot Matt Seidel. Young Bucks obviously gonna put on with Eddie Kingston and Penta. Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall, y'all know how I feel about Cody Rhodes. What the fuck? But in a strap match, I mean, I mean, yeah. And then the rest is just the rest is just there. Um, I don't know, but if y'all want to put up that predictions title in a combined card, because look, here's here's my argument for it, man. Last title defense, it was only me and you, Dylan. It's only right we bring it back full circle. Now that all three of us are competing for it, we're gonna see who the real, real, real champ is. The real, real, real predictions champ is. It's it's a uh, big it's a big week, you know. It's Fourth of July weekend. We got two big shows I coming don't up. I celebrate Fourth of July. I don't give a damn about. Well, clearly wrestling right does. Clearly wrestling does. Clearly, this is a pivotal time for wrestling to be enjoyed and consumed because they got two big shows coming up back to back nights. Come on, man. Are you the real champ that you say you are, or not? If you was the real predictions champion, you'd be able to predict what's going on on Mondays, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and Fridays. He's just trying to manipulate yeah, me. Yeah, he's trying to make you. And now, and now, like that's all I'm hearing right now. And now that 
And see, two see, shows happening back to back. You telling me you can't predict that? Would you? You're supposed would to be you, the predictions champion. Would you be making? Would you do two shows back to back if you were the predictions champion? Yourself? If I was predictions champion, I'll be predicting every single match card possible. I'll be predicting Monday Night Raw before it even happened. Anyways, I think I, I think I scheduled a, I think I scheduled a spa appointment to relax after I retain my title. So I don't even know if I could make it to Road Rager, you know. So I think instead of me defending my title, right, I'm gonna put this out there. How about we make it a singles match, right, between you two, and whoever wins that can face me. No, what? Face you for what? Face for you what? For, for what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be taking the title. Face, face you for the for the next prediction. Oh wait, hold up. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be taking the title on Tuesday anyway, so I don't know what I'd be facing. What's what? What would the title picture look like? All right, so look, we're gonna have to decide. We're gonna have to decide if we're gonna count it or not. At the end of Tuesday, we'll have to decide if 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 we're gonna make predictions for for Royal Ranger. That being said, I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say at the end of Tuesday, should we then make our predictions for Road Rager? No, y'all just don't want to put it on that line. That's fine. Y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to risk it. It's fine. I'll let you slide this time. <laughs> fine. Nice try. Is there any way that we be tied? I don't think so, right? There's no way. Yeah, it's no tie. All right, okay. All right. Don't I don't want to hear nothing when um I don't want to hear nothing when I hold the title at the end. But we'll see. We'll anything see. else happened we'll this see. week? We also we out of NXT. I mean, we could talk a little bit about SmackDown. Uh, what happened on SmackDown? Well, Zelina Vega came back. That was one thing. Oh yeah. Very yeah, random. The most nonchalant return. Very <laughs> random. <ever. laughs> they they treated her like she she, she was out with like a, like a minor knee injury. Why not months. wait? Why not wait until the crowds are back? Because they needed her for money. The ba- wait was was money the bank before? That's the first show with crowds back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or no, it's, it's, SmackDown. it's SmackDown. It's Smack. It's the week oh, after you're next right. week. It's you're the week right. after next week. You're right. Like, why wouldn't they just wait for the SmackDown before then? To, to... why? That would have been that would have been a huge return if she it's, came back and entered in. She, it still would have made sense. I'm wondering if we have two more <laughs> spots. Didn't want to give her that. We have two more spots oh, yeah. open for the women's money in the bank match, and she's announced two picks so far. Do y'all think that the next two picks are going to be announcements, or at least one of them? Because if I that's think, the case, maybe that's what they're saving. Liv Morgan's definitely going to win one of them. Oh, yeah. I, I would I would think so. I mean, all right, so we got two more weeks until the pay per view, right? And then the Friday before. Is the one we come back to live crowds, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's when they do this announcement of who gets in, and then Liv Morgan gets in the match next week. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because if you look at it the way it's kind of set up, it's like would they save like a return, or would they save Liv Morgan for the crowds? But I feel yeah. like they're gonna say they're gonna do both in like the same night. Like she may get like the last spot on the night the crowds are back, and then. Like the last entrant, like a tax mm-hmm. or some dumb shit like that. Why she have them to go through so many hurdles? I feel like next week they're gonna be like, you have to compete in a match for another qualifying match next week. Like, you know what I mean? And Just because like, faces are stupid. Yeah. Did she? <laughs> That's really win? all. It is. Did she win this week? What happened? Did she beat Zelina Vega? Oh yeah, she did. She did. She rolled her up. Yeah. So she's beating she like beat both Carmella twice. Yeah. 
If she doesn't get in, then that would just be like, okay, wh- what are we doing here? I guess she's feeling with Sonya Deville. Like, that's the only thing that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. So who else could y'all see sliding into that Money in the Bank spot right now? Sasha Banks, maybe? Nah. I'll just come Sasha? back until after Money in the Bank. Okay. I feel like Uh-oh. I feel like she'll come back to kick off like uh, like her SummerSlam match with uh Bianca. Um yeah. one of the Bella twins? No, nah, they're not coming back, especially in a ladder match. Mm, yeah. I think it'll be like someone like new or like someone they may try to build up in the next few months. Who even is who even is left on the roster? That's what I'm thinking. Like this SmackDown women's roster is so strange right now. Charlotte I mean, it has to be a call up. No, it has to be SmackDown. Remember, they got all the spots filled for Raw. Oh, we got Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Ash. Yeah, who, um, who else be a, is on there? And I think it'll be a Carmella, call up. Zelina Vega, Natalia Tamita, our champion. A or... call up. Yeah. Who is it? Me and Yim already on SmackDown. Technically, she did get drafted, right? Even more reason for Keith Lee to get traded over to SmackDown. But anyway, um. It's not going to be Mercedes Martinez. It's not going to be... Huh. That's strange. That's a weird one. I couldn't tell you. Hello? Oh, never mind. It's not to work. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. All I can think of right now is like Tamina and Natalia. That would be kind of anticlimactic. But it's not going to be them because they're tag champs. Um, Sasha Banks is, is what I can think. I'm going to go with Mia, Mia Yim. I'm going to go with Tony Storm. You're putting your predictions tied up for that? No. You oh, to I, th- I thought we were just discussing. <laughs> I thought we were just talking about stuff. I'm obsessed with predictions title. It's like, it's like you're gone. Predictions title back, Dylan. You're going to agree to a predictions title match with me. Just the last thing I do. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to slide in there. Um, It's going to be Obviously, one for Liv Morgan, but after that, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. On the men's side of things, how many empty spots we got over there? I'm all, I'm all over the place with this. For money in the bank. Money in the bank. Participants. Raw. Do they even have any more spots left? Uh, no, Raw's filled up. They got Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, corny ass. Oh, no, Randy Orton's not in it. It's Matt Riddle. I mean, yeah, my, my fault. Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, corny ass. Um, Ricochet, John Morrison, and then Kevin Owens, Big E, and then we still got two empty spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think um, I want to say maybe Shinsuke getting in there. Yeah, I can see Shinsuke. Getting and then Cesaro, right? Yeah, yeah, Cesaro, it, it's yeah. Like it's, it's Rollins, yeah, Rollins and Ravenclaw. I'm gonna show you. Yeah. I think Cesaro's winning that. Yeah. Okay, so Cesaro and possibly Shinsuke. I think Cesaro's winning that and then to, to free up Seth to interfere in the main event. Definitely. Between, uh, Roman and Edge. Spoken like a true former predictions champion. Yes, the greatest oh. predictions champion. Who could have predicted that the Roman bloodline storyline would be kind of stale right now and that it just wouldn't, it would just stop making sense after Jey Uso left? I am like the most uninvested in the storyline that I've ever been. Yeah, in it's just it's been things like change. Thing for like a month. <laughs> like, hey, I mean, I, we we can't blame them. I guess we can't blame them right now. We just wait. Been going on for a while. Just like this storyline's actually been like going on since how long now? Last Hell in the Cell. 
Yeah, and like Jimmy, I feel I thought Jimmy Uso was gonna like add like a more interesting wrinkle, and he kind of did for a little bit, but now it's been back to the same old, same old. I still don't get what's going on with like Jay leaving. Like I don't get that like, shit either. They said he left because he was sick of being torn between mm-hmm. both of them. But now Jimmy's acting like Jay did. Okay. It's a why do you leave? I don't understand. Shit is so that shit pisses me off. That shit pissed me off. I'm like, yeah, like why is he acting why is he like just Jay now? Him? Like, why are you acting like like, it makes like this sense. was supposed to be the wrinkle in the story, and they kind of just like they 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 dumped down Jimmy Uso so much. <laughs> like he was yeah. the one that was seeing through like Rains, like BS. Now I'm wondering if like they're gonna continue to split between Jimmy and Roman, and then Jay will have to come back to bring them together. I just really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We just gotta wait. wait. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. We're waiting. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's like not it's too bad. bad but it's not like it's, it's bad. It's just kind of just flat right now. Noticeably, we got we got one more week of flatness. Look at it like that. One more week of just like middling. Nothing really happening here. But who knows? They might put on something next week just to be like it's our final farewell to the to the. Uh, Thunderdome or whatever. Dum, dum, dum. So we're gonna, you know, lay it all out. But who knows? Um, that's all I got. Anything else y'all wanted to add on to what happened this week in wrestling? In really real wrestling. Real wrestling here. I mean, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah, did y'all watch the main event? Who's on there? Carrying Cross. Yeah, the two I matches. I didn't, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it was probably Drew Gulak, though. Drew Gulak was carrying Benjamin doing something. <laughs> they probably be putting on bangers in main event. We don't even know. And on 205 Live. It's just there's no there's no story or crowd heat, so nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've watched main event this one time. I think it was actually when Karrion Cross is on it. And main event is literally, they just recap Raw and SmackDown. So it's like, why is it even a show? Mm-hmm. They should put it on YouTube and just call it a day. Keep it as like a YouTube show. Like dark. Never mind. Dark meat. <laughs> um, are y'all excited? Are y'all excited? I feel like we should mention on the show. Next week is also MLW. Are y'all ready or what? This is our I'm first ready. this is our first live appearance. This is our first yes. time linking up all three of us together in person. We're gonna be live streaming the show. It's gonna be on a Saturday, so maybe we should record it next Friday. We'll see about that. But it's gonna be fun. Your boys will be live in Philadelphia, twenty three hundred arena battle riot for MLW battle riot. I'm excited for that match. Forty people too win that. That's crazy. That's a lot of yeah. people. What time does it start again? I think it starts at seven. Right? Yeah, but we should probably show up there like maybe six. They yeah. might have a little oh, meeting. He throws up in like on. six. Yeah, or five thirty-six. They might have like a meet and greet happening, so we can see who's there. Um, Dylan will be putting his predictions title on the line uh, for MLW. What's this, what's the card called? Is it is it is it Better called Battle Riot? Yeah, it is Battle Riot Three. I'm just kidding. No. Wait, is he putting prediction title? Because he's not going to have the title. That's all I say. Whoever holds yeah, it, we, might, we should, we should get up. we should get like an actual title. This should be what like, is the card. Yeah, this, 
Yeah, we gotta make this shit like this is this is this gotta be our. This might be a this might be crazy. We might have to get a real title for this one right here. We just drop like a stack on on a custom title. <laughs> I, I just got my, I just got my uh my old spinner belt from when I was like eight. Bro, we got some um. I have some film titles. I have like when I was a kid. I have like the Derby Championship spinner one when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I have oh I have the the wing eagled one too. Oh, oh that that's kid. one I would love to get. The spinner though, that's a classic. It's a classic. John Cena, John Cena, John Cena ones. Oh, I had the tar- the little cheap target one, not like a real replica one. But you know, so I went to flimsy. It'll be making noises when you spin. it be like, <laughs> I went to I went to a signing. It was like a TV signing, and I got there. We got there a little bit late, so like Sandman was signed. It was like Sandman and Kenny Dykstra. Oh, <laughs> Sandman, but, but Sandman was was done. And, but by the time like I got there, it was just like, oh, Kenny Dykstra is still there. I was like, Kenny That's Dykstra. Hilarious. I was like, eight year old was like, Kenny Dykstra. <laughs> we go home. Let's go home, mom. <laughs> Kenny Dykstra. He was gonna be something. I thought he was gonna be something. But yeah, we might see Kenny Dykstra in this damn battle. Yeah, he might be. In, he, he might pop up. He might pop up. <laughs> so far, we got a couple names like announced in it though. I'm really excited to see King Muertes. That's been like somebody I've been seeing ever since like what was that uh, uh, Wrestling Society X? When oh was, yeah, when he was Ricky Banderas. Juice Macias too. We had yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what his name was. That's what his name oh, was. Oh, he's Macias or whatever. Alex Hammerstone will be in it. Um, Devon Eriks, TJP, Hammerstone, looks Richards, like two thousand Triple H, <laughs> Myron Reed, Calvin Tankman, Calvin Tankman. Oh my God, I want to meet Calvin Tankman. Davari, we're gonna see some Davari action. Okay. Oh, wait, Davari, Davari yeah. is at, I, is, I thought Davari was in WWE still. No, Davari's there. And he's fucking oh. ripped his shit. And he, he's in wait, Impact too. Are you Davari? Or are you, no, no, um, Sean original Davari. Oh, okay. Yeah, his name is Sean Davari? Yeah, it's funny. He's, he's just like. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. Yo, he's cut like shit right now. It's yeah, crazy. he's like a bodybuilder now. It's crazy. crazy. But um, we got him, Zenshi. I feel like I heard that name before. Uh, yeah, Luke, plenty Luke, more. Loki's crazy QAnon ass. He's gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna be there? It that was be. really disappointing. I remember he was with MLW for a long time. He's he's more champion. There, I think, yo. He was. Week. He yeah. He's like a staple in, in there. But if I see Loki, man, uh, just as long as he doesn't bring Drake words within. <laughs> Wait, is what's the name gonna defend his title? Jacob Fatu? Is he? I feel like the battle. I feel like that battle ride is gonna take up. That's gonna be the main event because yeah, so many people. Be main event. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know how long the show's gonna be. Probably like three hours. I would Two assume. or three hours, yeah. But look, your boys are excited for the show, man. Um, it's happening next Saturday, right? Yep, it's going down next Saturday. It's going down. Wait, why does it say July eighteenth? That's wrong. July 10th. Well, we showed up. <laughs> showed like the wrong day. Like, <laughs> Where's everybody? Is it Rick here, though? Let's get a ring. <laughs> Put it on a show. <laughs> spots in the ring. Yeah. I'm hopping in the oh, ring. I'm jumping. Yeah, they are trying to jump. Yo, D- yo, Dylan would be the best one. You have to lead the match because he's the most experienced of all. Mm. <laughs> yo, Dylan used to take bumps, yo. <laughs> Dylan, how many times did you get slammed on the mat? That tryout. It was a trial tryout. It was a trial for it was a just trial. like a workshop. Oh, no, nah, it wasn't like a trial. It was just like it was just like uh, working out, like a workout kind of. Yeah, you want to see how to shoot? Yeah. 
So how many times he did you guys get slammed on that canvas? He locked up. We didn't like get slammed though. Did you have to do like back bumps and like? So you just drop on your back, just like boom. Did you have to do like yeah, calisthenics? We did, like, rolls. Yeah, we had to do a whole bunch do, of like push ups and burpees and guys. squats and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that was probably hard as shit. <laughs> It's so like they made like they did they had us break into two groups and then one group did calisthenics and like locked up and stuff and then the other group like did rows and like uh I don't think we ran the ropes. We just did bumps and like rolls and I heard all that like stuff. the first time you run the ropes like it fucks you up because you're not used to it. So like you get like a bunch of like bruises and stuff like on your side. Yeah, that's probably why we didn't do it. <laughs> Everybody's probably beat the shit like the first day. Like, yeah, so you know, if you want to give your deposit right now, you know, <laughs> we can take it. And I was like, uh. <laughs> like, oh, let me think about this. <laughs> I said, like, yeah, let me, uh, I'll send you an email. <laughs> Look, like, I, I have my people get in touch with your people and then we can, <laughs> we can go from there. And we can chat. <laughs> we can chat. Shout out to Bad Boy. He had to do all that. Okay. I'm just looking at the card. All right. Well, this has been episode number 18 of Subject to Change with your boys, the Fabulous Three Bros. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at sub number two change pod. And you can follow me specifically at Vince McMahon's at Twitter, MCMANZ, whatever the fuck. You can follow me on Twitter at Chad Gelpin and catch me at the Wrestling State. Yeah, man, you can follow me on Instagram at SlimVillain. It's Villain with the Y, you know. Make sure you always, always, always clarify. Now, goodbye, and good night, <laughs> bang.